0: that they want to build for themselves and their families hello and welcome to shine a new crazy daisy podcast and today we have the wonderful lisa dixon from caseron cloud accounting lisa thank you so much for being a part of the shine the new crazy daisy volume three book and the podcast tell us about your business thank you
1: um it's been a pleasure for a start been a, a, a lot of fun Um, So my business, so I run a small cloud accountancy practice, um, work from home. Um, My objective is to help as many six and seven figure entrepreneurs take home as much profit as they possibly can. And to do that, we have the accountancy practice and we have a profit hackers membership club. I love profit
0: hackers. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, I loved your chapter because you talked about a question that your little girl asked you. When she asked you that question and what was the question that
1: made that it made you rethink your working career? Um, she asked me if I loved her or work more and it was one of those questions where you think, oh my goodness, You know, the, the fact that she had to ask it was bad enough. Mm-hmm. Knowing exactly why she asked it and the, the mum guilt behind it was just horrendous because I knew exactly why she asked it. I knew exactly what I'd been doing, exactly how I'd been prioritising work more than my family. And it's the one thing that I always said I would never do. And I did when I was working in corporate. Well,
0: I was just going to check that you were working in corporate then. And, and it is out of the mouths of babes, isn't it? When... It is. When they ask you these questions, you just think, I know exactly where that's going from. But, but what a brilliant question to make you rethink your career.
1: Yes, yes. So um, as an accountant, I'd always worked in uh, multinationals and in really big business. And I said to my husband, you know, oh, my God, what do I do? And he said, well, start your own business. You're an accountant. You can, you know, you fix stuff. You, you make stuff better. You help people make profit. And I'm like, oh, yeah who would buy from me? What can I do? What can I possibly sell? You know, how how little did I know then? And it, it's typical, isn't it, of most entrepreneurs is you're afraid of taking that first step because you don't think people will buy from you. And of course they will. Of course they will. You just have to put yourself out there. And that was the, the most scary thing for me at the very beginning was transitioning from big corporate multinationals to much smaller companies. So, you know, six or seven figures eventually, but It was a huge um, mental move and a, a complete mindset shift. But one of the motivations at the time was once I'd quit my corporate job, my husband had been sick for a while, so he couldn't work, is I had to make it work. There was absolutely no choice. I had no choice. So I had to put my big girl pants up and get out there and, you know, stand in front of networking groups and say, Hi, here am I and do my pitch, which was scary enough to then learning how to sell my skill set and talk to people on a completely different level. And, And it worked, you know, here we are 10 years later. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it is um, in the chapter and people will have to go and read it.
1: You give a lot of the lessons that you've learned. Uh, give us two of those lessons. Um, my two favorites, the two things that I think are most important is number one, to get your pricing right. Um, you have to get your pricing right you have to understand how much you want to take home at the end of the day not just how much you want to charge so you have to factor in all of your costs and your downtime because you're not charging for you know all the hours you're working unless you're super lucky but very few businesses do you still have to do marketing and admin and all the stuff in the background because you're wearing all those hats right you're, you're doing a million things at once so it's all down to you whether your business fails or whether it succeeds. So the first thing is to get your pricing right. And and that's a constantly evolving process. It doesn't just happen right from day one. It evolves as people learn who you are. And as you start to get more skills, and you become more transferable, more recognized, you become more in demand. And of course, your prices can increase through time. And then the other side of that is to make sure your contracts are airtight, make sure your quotes are clear, make sure your contracts are airtight so that when scope does tend to creep, and in my world that happens all the time, you can then say to people, well, this is great. Yes, I can do this for you, but this will cost extra because it's not within our scope of work. And I see so many people that... Charge a price for a job, and this is one of the things we go through with our clients. They charge a price for a job, and then it becomes the busy fall where they're constantly chasing, and they're doing more and more work, and more and more scope creep, and more and more things are happening, but they're not increasing their prices, or they're not charging for all these extras that they do, and so they're leaving money on the table all the time. And you explain that so
0: brilliantly in the chapter. And thank I was- you up've no, I've got contracts for things but I don't have specific contracts probably and it is well worth looking at where you're prepared to to change your scope and where you're not it's the best yeah, yeah. As well.
1: Absolutely. And sometimes it's okay to do stuff for free and to, you know, put in the extra mile for your client. And there's a fine line between, you know, really going the extra mile for the client and then being taken advantage of because you're just doing too much. And you, you can get into a bad habit of teaching your clients that you're not going to increase your prices. So they keep asking you for more and more and more and you become less focused on the profit and more focused on the delivery, which is great in one respect, but not if you want to earn a living. Not if you've got to focus on that bottom line and take home the money to support your family, which is why you went into business in the first place.
0: Exactly. Oh, I love it. So (laughs) Um,
1: you've been in business for 10
0: years. I have. you You bought from your corporate career that now helps you in your business.
1: Um, lots of things. Super grateful for my corporate career. I mean, it paid for all my accountancy qualifications and my MBA for a start. So um, thanks for for that. Um, but it's also it's discipline. Um, one of the things that I hear from lots of clients is how they really struggle to manage their discipline. They're working from home, so they can't quite you know, get into that. I'm, I'm at work or I'm at home. Should I do the laundry? And I'm really good at that. And I think that comes partly from being an accountant, and everything that we do is somebody else's deadline a VAT return, or a year end, or a confirmation statement. Everything's driven by other people's deadlines. So in my business, we're really very good at managing deadlines and compartmentalizing between work and. Um, play effectively and we still do you know we go out for team lunches and we do team things together to try and keep motivation high when we're really really busy but when you're at work you work and when I leave this office that's family time and I'll go out and I'll do family stuff and the other thing that um, I think I brought from corporate is the ability to block out my day So I used to do that all the time when I was at work, whether it was meetings or whether it was deadlines or whether it was projects that I was working on. And I still do that to this day, block out my day so that I have time specifically set aside to work on a client's books or to work on VAT returns or to work on management accounts or to work on payroll Mm. so that nothing ever gets missed. And it's all, you know, I can't be booked out when I'm supposed to be working on client deliverables. Amazing.
0: I I love talking about what people bring from their corporate career because sometimes you don't realise how much you've bought into working for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Those are really good things.
1: If there was one lesson that you'd want other entrepreneurs to know, what would it be? Um, It's got to be pricing. And the other thing um, that I learned, which is probably not something that I learned from corporate so much. In corporate, everything had to be perfect and you were judged on whether it was perfect when you're working for yourself it it's it's got to be out there it's got to be good enough but it doesn't need to be perfect especially if you're working in the online world and that's the biggest lesson I've learned since being an entrepreneur which directly conflicts with what I was taught and when I was in corporate mm-hmm. and it's just getting yourself out there good enough is good enough and you can improve it through time and you can build better products and you can build better courses you can build better memberships you can build better services and all of that then contributes to your ability to charge more money so it's a constantly evolving process and in corporate that was never an issue it always had to be spot on in entrepreneurship it's evolving and it's developing and it is it's more of a personal growth story I think when you're an entrepreneur compared to when you're a a wheel in a cog yeah cog in a a big organization Um, what's your favorite piece of business software Zero, it's got to be zero. My entire business is built on zero. So we, uh, we work very heavily on zero, we're known for being zero experts. So um, it can do so much. And one of the things that often amuses me is in, in corporate, we were working on a system Um, That must have cost 100 grand a year and we were constantly bringing in consultants to fix it. And we could have run that entire business on zero Mm. for about 50 pounds a month with multi currency. It's insane. The risk of putting something online would have been something else that the, the compliance team might have had a bit of a heart attack about. But the software could have run the business. Yeah. And, you know, we have clients from 50K up to 10 million on zero, and it works brilliantly and it is so flexible. And it's got this whole ecosystem of add-ons and other tools that you can work with it so you can build the process that you want that's right for your business. And yeah. I love that. so um it works really well for us and for our clients i think that um when
0: i started my business which was 11 years ago the first thing that i did was got zero in place because I'm accounting it's not my bag it's not the thing that i've got any talent in whatsoever (laughs) i made sure i had the right software in place that could help and support me to yeah deadlines to see what was going on so no i love that
1: and and it's so cheap compared to what else is available on the market but it's um the the thing i think that's most important is you've got one true source of data and so there's no mismatch of this spreadsheets, god knows how old that data download is god knows how old i've posted transactions since then none of that's an issue anymore with something like zero i mean there are other cloud products obviously but zero is my favorite so That's amazing, Lisa. Thank you so much. I love the practicalities of what you put across in your chapter and
0: how you've just spoken about it now. It's so clear. Um, (laughs) Thank you for being involved in the book. And I look forward to seeing what you do next. Fantastic. Thank you. It's a privilege to be involved. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co working, and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.